Okay, teaching and technology reflection. Um, firstly, before I even start, uh, Aaron, I want to thank you for introducing me to um, Anchor, which I'm currently using to record this. Um, I really like that it allows me to record audio without any video when I don't kind of worry about what I look like. Two, uh, the file sizes are uh, much smaller, so it'll be easier to uh, transfer along. Um, okay, explain the context in which you would use the tool, how and when you would use it. Firstly, I'm using a uh, tool called Edpuzzle, which allows you to make videos interactive by adding your voice and questions along the way. Uh, I really like this technology. Um, I think that there's some courses I've done online for Chrysler in the past where a, a lot of the online interactive stuff, uh, as it goes on, it pauses and it adds uh, or it asks you questions um, before you can continue on. And uh, I just always kind of assumed that uh, that was part of the programming, or to be honest, I didn't really know uh, too well how it's done. But uh, essentially, this is allowing me to do the same thing. Um, specifically, how I would use it, um, there's a component called a brake booster in our vehicles, and um, it, it's a, a large section of that is uh, what I teach um, for some of my students in level three. And I have uh, PowerPoints and lessons that go along explaining the operation, but uh, I find a lot of my students are visual learners uh, and animations and videos help them understand uh, a little bit better than um, just showing them in a PowerPoint or talking about it. So I do have some videos that correlate to brake boosters. Um, brake boosters, vacuum boosters, which we use primarily on most vehicles and we spend a lot of time talking about uh, operating three different modes. In those three different modes, various components are moving along and performing different functions. Now, this can make it seem like a, a complicated component um, and system on the vehicle, but if I can integrate this technology into the videos I already have, what it will allow me to do is essentially break down a video that might have been about um, anywhere from, to, from five to nine minutes long, break it down so that it's not just a whole bunch of information at once, I can pause it and then add questions before it continues on to verify the student understands how in each mode uh, the components move internally to the unit. If they can understand how the components move internally to the unit, they're going to understand the modes of operation and they'll have a better understanding of how to diagnose the uh, systems. Describe how and why your selected tool would work well, including how it would benefit your learners. Okay, one thing I like about this uh, tool here is it's as I do the or add questions to the video, it provides essentially instant feedback to the learners without any necessarily grading because I don't think I have to assign any grades or marks to. 
um, the questions in the video, but it allows them to right away understand, oh, well, I didn't understand this because I got the answer wrong, and they can go back and look and find out what the correct answer was. Um, and because there's no grading involved, I think it takes away some of the uh, stress or just the sort of um, idea that they don't want to have a wrong answer. So it allows them to make a mistake and there's not a real hard consequence to something like that and that way they're more comfortable making mistakes, going back, finding the right answer. Um, so allows the students to learn a little bit more comfortably. Um, now going back to the example of using it with the brake boosters because to be honest I really think I want to integrate it um, into those videos. Um, if I can add a question about the function about the brake booster um, in relation to the booster output and I know that sounds a little bit technical but basically what I'm saying is um, based off how the booster works if I can add something there that's going to um, be a question about how it would change the output or um, how it would affect the rest of the vehicle in a certain mode, um, I can create a sort of open-ended question where they can then submit an answer based off what they think. Um, and I like the idea of then either having them record their answers down, bringing it to class and then having a discussion on different possibilities, um, or I could take all of their inputted answers, uh, present them to the class and say, well, why is this possible? And we could have a discussion in that manner. Uh, and by having them, or by asking an open-ended question in a video like that, one, they have all the technical information in the video to understand how the system works, but the question might be related to something a little bit out of the box. And it's not something that's explained in the video, but they have to apply what they've learned in the video and try to think, well, how is that going to affect everything else? Um, mm -hmm. I think this would pair particularly well with my learners because uh, in the automotive field, um, a lot of what technicians are doing is they have to understand how systems function and how does that pair with uh, a customer concern. So if we can understand how all of our components are functioning, we can understand um, how a customer concern is related to one of the systems that's uh, not operating correctly. And I think that's something that the students can appreciate. Identify possible challenges you or your students may encounter. I think the biggest challenge I will encounter myself is time finding the time to employ this technology in a meaningful way. I think um, it's very possible to go overboard with annotations and questions added to uh, videos. I'd want to uh, experiment sort of in depth with that technology before I start integrating it into the videos. Um, one, I know myself, I know that um, I, I have a tendency maybe to go a little bit overboard with something that's new. So you don't want to, I think, add so many questions that it bogs down the process of watching the video and making it a little bit of a um, chore, I suppose. 
so I'd have to find uh, a nice balance and I think the only way I can find that balance is by creating the videos using the technology uh, to add the questions and stuff in and then kind of sitting on it or giving it to some of my uh, uh, colleagues to look at and say well okay what can I change here where did I go too far something like that would uh, probably take a bit of time one I wouldn't be adding it to probably just the one boosters video but I do have um, other subjects where I think it, it will be beneficial as well <clears throat> so actually employing it um, as uh, going back to my previous metaphor where I uh, I'm currently juggling quite a few things one you we have uh, the part-time uh, teaching that I'm doing right now part-time I do still work at a Chrysler dealer uh, then you have uh, some of the the Tilly stuff we're working on as well uh, in this class um, as well as you know personal matters and all sorts of stuff that end up taking uh, time away it just moves away from when we can uh, um, effectively integrate this technology as quickly as I'd like to um, now in terms of challenges um, for my students I think back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier with uh, the digital divide uh, certainly most students will have access to a laptop or a PC um, and internet but it's not always the case with every student I used to think that well if there's um, if a student doesn't have access to internet or a computer or whatever it is they could stay back and use the school computers but uh, students also are often juggling multiple uh, classes or courses they have their personal lives as well some are struggling to make ends meet and can't afford to stay back because they have a job to get to after school uh, or some have small children waiting for them at home they got to pick their kids up for daycare whatever it may be uh, I realized that this um, that this is um, you know a possible struggle that the students might have um, but I also do think that even though that potentially there are those um, factors there's also the ability for this technology to make learning a little bit easier which could therefore potentially have them spending less time uh, studying and, and working through that way uh, so if they're able to use this technology and it can help them enhance their learning then they're not necessarily uh, you know got a textbook open in front of them trying to read through notes where that's not really beneficial to their learning styles where a video where they can visually see something and they can answer questions as they move along as a sort of instant feedback I think that's um, I think that's very beneficial from for them but I, I do I do wonder about the students that might uh, might struggle in terms of getting their hands on the technology or the means that would allow them to view these videos or whatever it may be <clears throat>